everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pinstripe Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Coles, and we were supposed to have an episode of NYY Takes today. Unfortunately, the Twitter space, that's the Twitter space that we do every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, myself, Cameron Toe, the Pinstripe Prospect staff. Unfortunately, the recording software did not work yesterday, so we do not have that episode. But it was a very long conversation on the prospects that the Yankees had in their farm system, how some people expect them to blossom into the future, and others saying how they would rather trade them away while their value as prospects is high so the Yankees can win next year and the year after. But that's besides the point. Today, I'm going to run it myself. So I want to start by talking about the lack of a Yankees offseason so far. All the Yankees have done is keep Luke Voigt, keep Miguel Andujar, Gary Sanchez, brought back Gio Urshela, Domingo Herman, Lucas Lecky, and Clint Frazier is now a Chicago Cub. That's pretty much it. Max Scherzer went to the Mets. Justin Verlander went back to the Astros. Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon went to the Rangers. The Yankees have effectively done nothing to change their team. If anything, they have subtracted from it. And this has left a lot of people frustrated, disillusioned, some would say. But to me, I'm sort of okay with it. Because when I think about many of these MLB seasons recently, especially last season with the Braves winning the World Series, the Red Sox being in the ALCS, and also especially in 2019 with the Washington Nationals, winning the World Series is baseball is a great sport, but also in many ways, especially in the playoffs, a crapshoot. So when I see teams like the New York Mets giving Max Scherzer millions upon millions of dollars, a huge, huge AAV, It just reeks of desperation to me. It, it makes me feel like that's the move by a team that's desperate to make things right. And we'll just throw money at the problem. It's the same thing with the Texas Rangers. I mean, the Texas Rangers at last year's trade deadline, trade deadline traded Joey Gallo to the Yankees. And then this offseason, they go give Corey Seager 10 years, $325 million, and then give Marcus Simeon a seven-year contract? Desperation. To me, that's not a sound strategy for building an organization. It feels more like we got to put butts in seats. We got to make people happy because people are fed up and we got to make something right. So I actually like that the direction of the Yankee that the Yankees are going seems to be obviously things could change. Obviously they could throw money at Correa. I doubt it. Obviously they could throw money at Freddie Freeman. I doubt it. So the direction the Yankees are going seems to be more along the lines of bring back Anthony Rizzo on a three-year deal, two-year deal in the affordable range. Trade for Matt Olson potentially and look for a stopgap shortstop. And to me, that's okay. 
because I think the, the last thing the Yankees need right now is, no matter how good Carlos Correa is, no matter how good Corey Seager is, I think the last thing the Yankees re- need right now is a 10 to 12-year contract in the hundreds of millions of dollars range. Because I don't think that solves this team's problems. I think it creates more problems. I do not think that having Corey Seager or, or Carlos Correa on this team next year ups their World Series odds by that much. I mean, you look at the Red Sox. They came two games away from a World Series with Kevin Ploiecki almost as an everyday catcher and then Christian Arroyo in some of those starting lineups. When you look at the Braves, they lost their superstar. They lost Ronald Acuna Jr. midseason. But then it became shrewd moves. Role guys, Eddie Rosario, Jorge Soler, Jock Peterson. Their bullpen was really good. Tyler Matzik, Will Smith. But it wasn't about the stars. Baseball championships are won on the margins. Rarely are they won with just pure star talent. I mean, look at the Dodgers. All of this money they've spent, all of this time they've put into building MLB the show, turn off, turn on force trades, turn off salary cap, whatever teams. They've won one World Series, and it was in a COVID-shortened season. So while I understand why Yankees fans are upset and feel like Hal Steinbrenner is pinching pennies, which he might be, and can't stand to hear Hal cry poor and, you know, argue for a lower luxury tax, all these things. My response to that is there are ways to make this team deeper and thus better. So... One of the favorite things I saw in the last few days as it related to the Yankees was that the Yankees had interest in Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. That immediately reminded me of last offseason when Kike Hernandez was a free agent. We knew going into the season that things were a little dicey in the infield and even the outfield. We knew Glaber Torres was going to be the everyday shortstop, and everyone was a little worried about it. I don't think we I don't think anyone could really guess it was going to be as bad as it was. I don't think anyone could guess that Aaron Hicks was going to be as bad in center field as he was. So the Kike signing would have been a way to kind of plug some holes there, increase the versatility, you can play him anywhere. Isaiah Kainer-Falefa is a very similar, similar type. An amazing defensive player. I mean, I watched a lot of Rangers games this year for some reason. Really, really smooth at shortstop would be a huge upgrade over Glaber Torres playing there every day, even Gio Urshela playing there every day. I think those are the types of moves the Yankees have to make alongside adding a Matt Olson, alongside bringing back Tim LaCastro. Just these very small, marginal moves that over the course of a season and then in a playoff series, when you need good defense, when you need to have things buttoned up, you have it. You have it right there. The same can be said about Andrelton Simmons. I know people don't want the stopgap, but I'm okay with it because Andrelton Simmons is a reliable defensive shortstop. 
And then I, for one, am on this bandwagon that Oswald Peraza and Anthony Volpe are not your usual hyped-up prospects. I mean, your farm system doesn't go from 21 prior to the season, according to Fangraphs, to seven by the end of the season without those guys being legit. You talk to John Brophy, who works for Pinstripe Prospects, had the had the pleasure of watching Oswald Peraza and Anthony Volpe play all season. He says they're legit, special talents. And I had the chance of tuning into some of those games with a milb.tv subscription. And yeah, they're ballplayers. The Yankees are saying they're ballplayers. And the Yankees expect them to be the future. Why would you want them to go shell out a huge deal for Carlos Correa? Just because you're upset that the Yankees haven't won a World Series? Winning a World Series is hard. Winning a World Series is like playing poker. You can do your best to put yourself in the best situations and create your own luck. But winning a hand is difficult. You need to have things go your way. You need that turn card to be a good one. You need to hit on the river. The Braves are a really good example of that. Things just clicked at the right time. So I understand the frustration. I understand the want from a lot of Yankee fans to spend big, go for it, balls to the wall, make it happen. And while I want the Yankees to make it happen, I don't think giving out these huge contracts is the answer. I think desperate teams give out these huge contracts. The Rangers did it. The Mets did it. Desperate teams. I don't want the Yankees crying desperation. No matter how badly you want them to win a World Series next year, one player is not going to do it. It's going to come on the margins. It's going to come on making shrewd moves. It's not the Carlos Correa's that win you championships. It's the acquiring guys like Clay Holmes. It's the acquiring guys like Wandy Peralta. It's getting guys like Kike Hernandez with the Red Sox. It's these small moves that on the surface don't seem to make a huge difference, but by the end of the season you realize, wow, those are the types of players that help you win, that button it up, that button up your team, that make it deeper, that make it more athletic, that make it more versatile, that make it better defensively. Little things like that, and I think that's what this Yankees team needs. This Yankees team does not just need to throw money at a problem and hope it works because odds are it won't. So that's what I have today. I want the stopgap. I want either Anthony Rizzo or Matt Olson back. Bring back Timmy LeCastro. Get Isaiah Kiner-Falefa or get Andrelton Simmons. Peraza and Volpe are waiting in the wings. It's not the end of the world. This team is still good. Could definitely use another arm in that rotation. No doubt about that. But this team is still good. I believe in it. The Blue Jays are a wagon, obviously. They're going to be tough. But I'm okay with what the Yankees have done so far. Don't tie yourself to a shortstop for 10 years that you don't really need and that isn't at all guaranteed to win you a championship. I mean, the only sport where that actually happens where you sign the superstar and you're immediately almost guaranteed to win a championship is in basketball. And even last year in basketball, that didn't happen. I mean, it was the Suns and the, and the Bucks, neither of which really did much. The Bucks got Drew Holiday. And they obviously already had Giannis and, and Chris Middleton. But it's the, the the throwing money at players it doesn't do it anymore. There's, there's too much on the margins that needs to be improved for the Yankee team especially. So those are my thoughts on this. 
We spoke about that in the Twitter space yesterday. I wish you could all hear it, but that's all I have for today. Go Yanks. Thank you.